Hey everybody, this is our first episode of Open Wide. We're out in the park having a nice day, sitting by Uvia, birds chirping. I said your name wrong. This whole time I was not aware that Dr. Vivian did not know how to properly pronounce my name. What? I know how to spell it. Okay, I don't know how to say it out loud. Sorry about that. But speaking of things being tough, boy has 2020 been difficult. Jesus. It really has. So we are here to give you all five helpful tips to end this crazy year with a bang. Like a safe one and a profitable one. (laughs) Yes, totally. All right, so what are your thoughts on like sending end of the year letters? Yes, it's time. I know it's four months away while we're on September. Really? September? Yes. All right. I, I think it's the perfect time because one of the big mistakes that people do is that they send out the letters too late and then we get all the flood of patients calling in at the last minute, November, December. You can't even fit them in. And. A lot of patients can't make it to the schedule since, you know, we're completely booked up. So get the letters out now. Start posting things on social media accounts, Instagram, like, hey, patients, you know, benefits are renewing at the end of the year. They're expiring soon. Come in, come in for your checkups, do videos, post things to make the patients aware. So do you like send them all out in waves? like kind of like wedding invitations or do you just send them all out to everybody and then hope for the best (laughs) pretty much that's how it works every office is different sometimes you can even do email email blast uh text messages if you have the software to send text messages it, it really depends on the office but yes send them all to there's each software has a way to run a report where where patients have insurance Um, But so getting the word out on social media for patients that maybe got insurance recently and or and haven't been in so It's a good way to get the word out there. All right What are your thoughts on like auditing the schedule because like I'm really nosy I like to audit mine a whole week out (laughs) see what's going on who's coming in what production's gonna look like What are your thoughts on that? So that's tip number two actually so it's it's a good way of being prepared for the days to come and also it's just a good way to check is there any balances the patient's coming in um let's say the you know where it's monday the patient's coming in on wednesday we're auditing the schedule and we know hey this patient has a balance of 75 dollars or things like that or they have this pending treatment let's go ahead and mention the pending treatment and already be prepared to be able to add that to the schedule interesting so um what what other tips do you have well i mean with auditing the schedule there's so so many things um that we want to look at just even outstanding claims uh sometimes there's claims that haven't been paid for in the schedule um so those are things that we want to look out for and just to make sure that the pending treatment actually matches uh sometimes you know things get posted and it did not did not get removed from the treatment plan so little things like that that we need to look out for so speaking of posting things what are your thoughts on handoffs when the pay, when you're done with working on a patient? So could that be a tip also that we can tell everybody about? Yeah, that would be actually our tip number three. The handoffs are so important. Um, so there's four steps to a handoff when a patient when we're done with the patient um, and the patient gets brought up to the front. There's four things that we want to go over. We want to go over what was actually done today. Uh, you know, the assistant needs to repeat that to the front office. Like, hey. Um, Jessica, this is patient. Today we did crown number three, buildup, and we did filling on tooth number four. 
then the next step would be step number two to mention what the patient's coming in for. So we're going to bring the patient in in next week for tooth number 14. We're going to do the filling and crown on number 15. And doctor is going to want two, two hours for that visit. And the last step would be step number four, and it would be to mention the hygiene appointment, whether the hygiene appointment was already scheduled or the patient needs to come back in six months for the profi appointment. All right. So it sounds like a really good way of optimizing the patient experience while they're there. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have any other tips that we might have for making a better last 90 days of the year <laughs> yes i think that you know one of the one of the things that would be a good thing to kind of grow the new patient base too would be getting a fun raffle going you okay know? what do you mean by a raffle i think like okay so a good idea would be maybe buying an apple watch or airpods and just ha putting the box itself in the front counter that's cool. Yeah, and then with the sign that like says... Like empty, obviously, Yeah, right? yes, empty. You don't want to get freaking stolen right off the bat with no new patients, but go ahead. Exactly. So putting an empty box in the front counter on the reception area and putting a sign on it that says, ask us how you can win this. And, and you know, every time a patient asks, it's like, hey, yeah. So if you refer a patient over, um, maybe a family member, a friend, a neighbor, and they come in, uh, you get three tickets into the jar or, you know, whatever we have in the front. Um, or if you follow any of our social media platforms and leave us a review on there, you get a ticket for every um, social media platform. So... Huh. Yeah. All right. So I like I feel like that's a great one for if you have a high volume office and you have a bunch of people that you can just keep asking them like, hey, what do you think? Isn't this kind of cool for a raffle? But like, what if you have a little bitty office? and You don't have a lot of eyes on it. Like, how does that raffle then work out? So what are your thoughts on maybe social media, extra likes or maybe even patients putting in, hey, um, I suggest you guys reach out to blah, blah, blah. What do you like? Yeah, there's things like that too. Like, um, create like a contest on social media where, like, hey, uh, if you post our page, follow us, like us, things like that. Um, we're gonna give this free. Get, we're gonna do this giveaway on this day. We're announcing the winner. And one of the things too for Facebook pages, dental offices that have the Facebook pages. <clears throat> There's a lot of patients or, you know, potential patients that like posts and we don't do anything with that. What you need to do with every patient that likes a post on the Facebook um, page for your office, we need to go then and invite them to like the page since they already like a post. They need to like the actual That's page. That's really interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So every time you get a like on your post on your business account. Um, on your office page, you want to go and click on the patient's um, like and invite them to like the page. That way you grow your page likes and, you know, every time you post something, it comes out through their feed and they can share your stuff as well. All right. So speaking of having a little office and stuff, I mean, you don't really get a whole, sometimes you don't get a lot of people coming in and out. And so you don't really get a dirty bathroom either. <laughs> so what else is there to do to get the back office like more focused on making the whole office more profitable yeah that's actually tip number five um outstanding claims oh outstanding claims they take so much time especially for front office you know there's always so much to do um again we're auditing we're confirming uh outstanding claims it's something that it's i really advise to get your back office to help you out with that 
Um, there's a cheat sheet that you can download from our website, um, kind of explaining the the steps on how to follow up with outstanding claims, what you know, what to say, what questions to ask, what information you need. Um, it's really simple. Once you have all that information, you know, back office just picks up the phone, calls the insurance, sees where the where the claim is at. Are they waiting for any information? That's something that when we have downtime and there's no patients in the office, have the back office do that versus cleaning and recleaning the bathroom or stocking up the rooms. The rooms already stock up because there hasn't been that many patients. Best advice is having the back office do the outstanding claims. All right, so hopefully that'll help with making 2020 a lot better and more productive, especially now that all of us are able to kind of get out a little bit more. And I think a lot of offices are still kind of playing catch up with the shelter in place acts mm-hmm. and having to stay put. Mm-hmm. So thanks so much for all the tips, Juvia. Yeah. Did okay. I say it right this time? <laughs> you did. You did. Yay. <laughs> all right. Here's to episode one. Have a good day, guys. Bye.